Welcome to the Expander Podcast with myself, Sarah Louise Sutton. I am an intuitive energy healer, channel, Reiki teacher, coach, and mentor, and founder of the Inspirit School of Energy, here to help you on your spiritual journey, to up-level your vibration, to activate your soul and purpose, and ultimately elevate your life and business. It is my intention that through myself and special guests, talking about all things intuition, guidance, channeling, manifesting, healing, and energetics, that you get expanded, you feel inspired, and you receive a giant hug for your soul. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and it is from my heart to yours that I am sending you so much love. Hello, welcome back to the Expander podcast and I have a guest episode for you today. So I'm very excited about this. It has been a while, (laughs) it really has been a while since I had a guest on the podcast and honestly, Rachel, who I'm speaking to today is worth the wait. So today I'm speaking to Rachel from Cosmic Queen and she is an astrologer, she is a human design queen, an identity coach and her work is really all centered around helping you to step into your most authentic self and express that and share that with the world and step into alignment with that. So I'm obsessed with the work that she is doing and it is all done through this lens of astrology and human design and understanding yourself. Um, And she also is the founder of the Cosmic Coach Academy as well. So she also teaches um, astrology. If that is also something that you wanted to do, honestly, I can only imagine what this course would be like. Um, And she's also a mum, and I honestly have no idea how she does it all. because she is always showing up on social media with so much and gives so much, so much wisdom. If you are not already following her, I could not recommend it more. Um, And I just honestly have no idea how she does everything. So um, she is an absolute inspiration. And I guess this is just the beautiful example of how when you're doing work that you're meant to be doing and that lights you up and is literally what you came here to do, it fuels you, you know, because that is the only explanation. <laughs> so, um, so in this episode, we are diving into the Midhaven placement in your birth chart and how that correlates to your magnetism, how you can start stepping into your most magnetic self by working with this placement. And we also touch on some others as well. So this is an amazing episode. Honestly, she shares so much. I'm so obsessed. I can't wait to share it. Um, So let's get into it straight away. So welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm honestly so excited to have you speak about like the Midhaven and magnetism because like I was just saying to you before it's had such an impact on me and kind of how I show up and how you specifically talk about it is just really really great so I'm very excited for this episode. I, I love hearing that it just makes my day to hear that that you know people are finding value even in just like starting to look at this placement, starting to look at this compared to maybe their brand or their business, because it's it's real. Like the way I do astrology and human design, you know, in my business coaching and life coaching is that I want it to be practical. Like I want this to be hands-on, 
you know, makes sense. You can utilize it in real ways, not just kind of conceptually thinking about ourselves and our identity, but like really living it. So that just makes my day that you have found this useful. And it's actually true you say that. I think that is what you've brought to it that was unique was how to then implement that and what that might Mm -hmm. look like versus just like kind of what you said being about information about yourself. So yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's what you bring to it that's different, which is really beautiful. Thank you. No, thank you so much. Yeah, like with um with astrology, I think a lot of like astrology in the past is kind of traditionally more just like yeah, here's some information about yourself, or it's making fun of which you know I can laugh too. I can take a joke about <laughs> yeah. Libras. Like I'm a Libra. You know, they always love to put Libras at the butt of the joke. I get it, but um, <laughs> but that's not really useful because all that's doing is highlight lighting like the 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 low expression or the shadow side and it's not telling you like yeah but what's what's libra at its best what's you know sagittarius at its best what's pisces at its best and um this is why i love the midheaven so much because it's leadership energy mm-hmm. so it's very different from your moon sign very different from your rising sign very different from all the other placements it's meant to be public like it's a very it's the most public part of the chart the astrology chart and um and so of course for entrepreneurs like us or people who want to be seen and to get their work out there working with the midheaven is just the place it's the thing to do it's the thing to do yeah i love i was actually one of my first questions i was going to ask you is why is it important to your magnetism <laughs> yes no great great question <laughs> Nailed it, tick. Um, but yeah, I'll dive into it a little bit more for people who are kind of interested in more of the astrology side of it as well. So the midheaven is one of four angles in the chart. And um, I'm obsessed with the four angles. Like since I, it was not one of the first things I learned about astrology. Like when we learn astrology, we learn sun, moon, rising. You know, maybe we learn our Venus sign if we're looking for love, you know, things like this. Um, and those are all really important, but... I wish that I'd learned about the midheaven sooner. And and when I did, there was only one other astrologer that I found online who was talking about it. And uh, and I was fascinated. I was like, wait, oh, what? Why aren't more people talking about this? So um, yeah, so the angles are where it's at. And everyone has four angles. You have the rising, which is always opposite the descendant. Um, the rising signs about your relationship with yourself, your descendant is about your relationship with other people, very important parts of the chart. And then we have the midheaven and the IC. The IC is about what you need to feel safe uh, privately. It's like about inner stability and safety, and it's very connected to family and home. And then the midheaven is the opposite of that. It's always the opposite sign, and it's all about career and being outside the house, outside of your family interacting with the public yeah oh I've never even heard of this cross for yeah ever yeah yeah I know it's like I know I don't know why more people don't talk about it like when I was um we were briefly talking before this about like last year I did some work with Fendi the fashion brand and um one of the things that I thought was amazing like for the first time I worked I worked with them twice the first time I worked with them um I ended up doing like a hundred readings in like three days it was absolutely insane and for each reading for their VIP customers I I didn't have time to prepare because I we didn't have the birth details for everyone ahead of time right and so that meant that literally the person sits down in front of me tells me their birth date I type it into my computer 
and I see the chart and I start talking. And so when you do that kind of rapid fire interpretation and synthesis of astrology, you have to like hook, you have to kind of have a bit of a plan and a, and a project because you don't have time to sit and stare at their chart for an hour. Yeah. I'd imagine you need to stick to just a few things to, to stick focus do a on. few things that, that you yeah. think are going to be really powerful depending on what they're interested in. And I always talked about the angles because the angles in our chart and they are tension because they're opposite signs. So we have this inherent tension within us. Anyone who's yeah. listening to this podcast, you know, who's always felt like, you know, kind of pulled in two different directions, you know, internally, like, oh, I could be this, or I could be this. That's natural. We all have, you know, at least these, well, we all have three different oppositions in our chart because we have the nodes as well, but the angles are these oppositions. And, but that tension brings, you know, creativity and it makes us who we are. And if you look at what elements and what signs and what modality or mode, excuse me, each one of the four angles are in, in your own personal chart, you will see your, the major themes of your life, like major life themes are there. So I'll, yeah. So I'll use myself as an example. Like I have all four mutable signs as my angles. So I have a Pisces rising Virgo uh, descendant. Then I have a Gemini IC and a Sagittarius Midheaven. And so those are the four mutable signs in astrology. Mutable signs are all about change, flexibility, Mm -hmm. transformation, and also about self-expression and communication. And so, of course, I am a life coach that helps people to make changes in their life related to how they express themselves and their identity. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, so, and also you're so great at that as well on top of that. You know, you're not forcing it. It's a very natural ability for you. Yeah, it's not like I kind of, you know, looked this Googled like best careers and then <laughs> picked, picked, you know, like the most lucrative one. Yeah, it was not a logical thing. It was like a heart thing. It was a yeah. soul thing. And and I think anyone who's looking at, you know, to understand more of their like path and kind of what they're here for, I think looking at the the angles can be a beautiful place to start. Mm. Oh my God. I love this. Okay. Maybe we'll come back to this if there's time, but um, Midhaven. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're listening and you don't already have a chart, your chart with you, I feel like this is a great time to get yeah. your chart. Pull up your chart. Out, yeah, to find <laughs> yeah. out uh, what your Midhaven is in so mm-hmm. that you can actually kind of get the most from. Definitely. Um, and I, I always recommend um, astro.com. It's kind of like... Okay a 1990s style website but it is really <laughs> accurate <laughs> it looks old school but it's very the software is very accurate that a lot of people prefer that one uh for the accuracy i'll put that in the show notes it's free yeah so it's free okay. so um i recommend that people go there extend and um just put in their birth details you really need to know the exact time if you're going to look at angles you have to know the exact time and then um, you'll see there will be a black arrow. Um, so you're going to see a circle chart. There will be a black arrow between the ninth and the tenth house. That arrow is pointing to the sign that is your midheaven, and it might also say the letters M C, which means medium coeli, which is the middle of the sky or the top of the sky. So, um, so if you see that, you know that's your midheaven. So pay attention to you know what sign is it in and what is the element of the sign. And then you have your your leadership energy um, or your leadership. You can reveal your leadership style by learning about your midheaven sign. 
Um, the Midheaven, I mentioned that it's about career and leadership style, mm -hmm. but it's more than that. It's also about your reputation. So mm -hmm. it's how you are perceived publicly. It's not saying that this is all of you, you know, like the chart is very complex. You have lots of different sides of your personality. So it's not saying it's all of you, but it's the part of you that the public sees the best, the clearest, and that they want from you. And so it is absolutely, as you said, about magnetism. If you yeah. want to amplify your magnetism, turn up the dial of your midheaven energy intentionally. You're already doing it subconsciously, but you want to turn it up intentionally and it's going to have an, uh, a great effect. Okay, love this. And are you able to share a little bit about, about each one just briefly so that someone can have a good idea of whatever Ooh, yes yes so i also have to mention i have a free ebook where you can get um a little more detail than what i'm going to say right now um about each of the signs so that's a great starting point you can just check it out on you know cosmic queen hq my social media um or my website I'll put a link uh in the show notes awesome but um, <laughs> yeah i would love to say something about i love doing like off the cuff kind of riffs on them so why don't I go through each one and just talk about like, um, I'll just mention like a one word or a couple words, major theme of that leadership yeah. style. And Love I that. mentioned the archetype name as well. So I've developed, I'm in the process of trademarking. I developed mm -hmm. these archetypes for the Midheaven to make it more understandable. Because if you just say Cancer Midheaven, you know, it's like, unless you deeply understand Cancer leadership energy, which is different from Cancer relationship energy. If you understand mm. Cancer leadership energy, like, you know, uh, you may be confused, right? So um, I created these archetype names to kind of give them more of a personality persona and make it oh easy. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Aries is the Maverick. Um, and so we start with Aries because Aries is the beginning of the Zodiac. So Aries is the Maverick. And the theme here is, you know, uh, breaking the rules <laughs> and blazing new trails. Then we love. have, yes, love it so much. Then we have, um, so I'll go through all of them and then we can go back and, and touch on anything. Then we have um, Taurus. So Taurus is um, the guardian. And um, I love that, like, I'm not, I don't have any notes or anything. So I'm just going to like remember, I, mean, oh. <laughs> I know it like the back of my hand. So, but hopefully I don't miss any signs. One time I did this and I missed a Virgo. So we're not missing Virgo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Virgos are like, hello. <laughs> I'll keep, no, okay. We're on Taurus. I'll, yeah, I'll keep we're on Taurus. We'll that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing to myself because my brain is going like 10 steps ahead. Okay. So. <laughs> Taurus is the guardian and um, the guardian's all about um, reliability and trust. Mm. And we have Gemini. Gemini is the influencer. So it's all about um, sharing and communicating new ideas. And then we have Cancer, which is the gatherer. The gatherer is all about uh, building community and belonging. Then we have Leo. Leo is the MC. When I say the MC, I mean the master of ceremonies, like at a party, right? Um, mm -hmm. They're they all about um, playfulness and courage. Mm -hmm. Then we have uh, Virgo. Virgo, <laughs> the curator. We got you, Virgos. <laughs> we love you 
so much. It's so ironic because most of my clients have Virgo Midheaven, which is just like crazy. Oh, no way. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, oh I've talked about it enough. Yeah. 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 It's really, it's it makes sense because it's my descendant. You always attract a lot of your descendant energy. You attract. Oh, so so interesting yeah so we'll, we could talk about that with you as well so yes. you, you may have a lot of people with strong Aries in your life mm. oh yes 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah so I've got a lot of Virgo um anyway okay so <laughs> Virgo is the curator and um the energy here is about problem solving mm. and being practical mm. and then we have uh Libra Libra Midheaven is the diplomat. And so the energy here is about um, relationships and fairness as well. Mm -hmm. and, and harmony and all these things. Then we have Scorpio. Scorpio Midheaven is the strategist. I have had so many Scorpio Midheavens coming into my life recently. Very exciting. I love it. Um, Scorpio Midheaven, the strategist. It's all about um, depth and emotional vulnerability. That's really important. Um, but I call it the strategist. There's so many, it's very deep. There's lots of aspects of Scorpio. I call it the strategist because um, they're also very good at like knowing what's really going on below the surface, strategizing mm. accordingly, accordingly. Okay, love that. Then we have a Sagittarius Midheaven, which is me, the guide. Um, and this energy oh, wait, is what did you say? The guide. The guide. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Yes. I love that for me as well. Can we swap? Can I, I get rid of oh, oh my god. I wish I was I wish I was yours. We'll reveal yours in a minute. So good. So good. I want a refund. <laughs> I want a refund. I want a new, like a new incarnation. Um so yeah, so uh Sagittarius Midheaven is the guide, and this energy is all about exploration and then teaching. And Ooh. then we have, yeah. And then we have Capricorn Midheaven, which is the pioneer. This is all about um, perseverance and building a legacy. Um, there's this big thing around like empire, legacy, ambition. Um, and then we have Aquarius, Aquarius Midheaven. We just finished Aquarius season. Aquarius Midheaven is the innovator. And so it is what it sounds like. It's all about innovation and yeah. doing things differently for the community. Then we have um, the last but not least, Pisces Midheaven. We are now in Pisces season. Shout out to all Yay. of our yeah, <laughs> all of our water Midheavens, especially Pisces. So Pisces is um, the visionary. And the themes here are about um, kindness and creativity and vision. Oh, beautiful. We love a Pisces. Yeah. Oh, we love, yeah, we love the Pisces. Pisces Midheaven energy is so magnetic. It's so, I mean, they all are, but like, I love the, the artisticness of Pisces Midheaven. Yeah. Oh my God. I love all of these. Also, I love that you nailed all 12. And yeah. I don't have any notes in front of you. I'm literally. No, <laughs> I mean, I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had someone recently say this. I forget what I was doing, but they were like, how did you do that? I think I was like teaching a workshop or something. I was like, well, I am an expert. <laughs> I, do know, I, know, I do know what I'm talking about. I could not call myself Cosmic Queen if I didn't know the order of the sign. <laughs> it, it's true. Well, <laughs> um, so with everything that you just shared, is yeah. it like this aim for people then that whatever their midhaven is, is to kind of embrace that side of them like publicly? Is that yeah. what you're kind of saying? 
Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I'd be thinking about my branding. I'd be thinking about my marketing. I'd be thinking about what my um, signature offers are and how I communicate about them. Mm -hmm. I'd be thinking about, you know, my tone, my vibe, you know, how people perceive me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, to a certain extent, we can never control how people perceive us. But then again, to a certain extent, we can put out a certain a certain brand. Yeah. So there is something yeah. about branding that can be very powerful. And you're choosing in branding, what you're doing is you're choosing to amplify a certain aspect of yourself and your work. You yeah. know, and brands can change. Like we see it all the time. Like, you know, we we like we see, you know, Taylor Swift talking about eras, right? Like what era are we in? And so um I think that you if you are wanting to attract people to your work like be in your midheaven era and figure mm -hmm. out how to embody that in your own way in a way that feels authentic to you it's not that you're playing a part it's just you're amplifying that part of yourself yeah. that's always existed yeah or like I guess choosing that side of you to express more than maybe other sides of you in your work yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. in your career yeah. in your work yeah definitely Oh my God, I love that. Would you be able to just pick any any example that you can use yourself or, or another one that's easy to go through of like how that might look, let's say for someone that was starting to show up on social media um, in their work or what it is that they're wanting to do? Like, yeah. is there an example that's quite easy to, to kind yeah. of explain a bit more? Yes, I, I have a lot of celebrity examples and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking maybe this. that would be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, why not? So one of the first celebrity examples, and actually this example I got from another astrologer, but I love this one and it's so, it makes so much sense. It's so accurate, would be um, Katy Perry. So I don't know if you've heard me talk about her before, but yeah, Katy Perry is an example of a Leo Midheaven and oh, a Scorpio <laughs> Rising. And in my, I have a course on this, so called Mid Midheaven Magnetism. I talk about the difference between the Midheaven and the Rising sign. Often what happens is we really connect to our rising sign and we, and we don't connect as much. Yeah, I know. Uh, she <laughs> I raised just put hand. my hand up. I just put my hand up, by the way, if you're just listening, because <laughs> I am a Leo Midhaven, which is what, yeah. uh, which is why yeah. I had that response to the Leo Midhaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of my favorite examples to give. So yeah, so she's, um, Midhaven and I like to talk about Rihanna as well, but we can get to that as well. But, um, so Katy Perry, Leo, uh, Midheaven, Scorpio rising. And so what, what you notice is that what we love to see from her, what she became famous for, what her reputation was in the beginning of her career in the I Kissed a Girl days, right? Um, yeah. It was so Leo, so Leo. Like she has that yeah. song, Firework, pure Leo. Like it's like yeah. a love song to Leo. Um, yeah. You know, all of this, <laughs> yeah. Let's put on a playlist. Give me the energy of it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I know. I need to make a Spotify playlist. I've talked about this in my membership. We need to make a playlist by sign. Um, oh my God, it's so true. Such yeah, a it would be so fun, but this would definitely be Leo playlist. So um, so yeah, we love to see that. We love it when she's playful, when she has crazy, big, bright costumes, when she is larger than life, when she's singing about, you know, having fun, but also being courageous. And um, she's very much kind of like, yes, in the spotlight. Um, mm. And there's just a Leoness to it. It's so fun. Yeah. 
Um, and then like she made an album that was very Scorpio. I don't even remember the name of it, but mm -hmm. it has like a big eye on the front. It just is very dark and gritty and Scorpio. And, and we love Scorpio, but this is not what we want from her. And so it's a, it's an interesting example of like when someone is, you know, wants to express another side of themselves, but it doesn't quite resonate with people. And you could look at that and say, oh, that was a huge mistake or like, you know, and the album didn't do very well and stuff. You could say, oh, that's a huge mistake. And like, you know, or, or people don't want this side of me and, you know, make it all dramatic and personal. But actually it's just that like in your work, the frequency that people can hear you is your midheaven and 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 love to to see it and to to receive it as an audience and so if you're you know wanting to grow then yeah go go for like you know her first album would not if that was her first album it wouldn't have done very well right and maybe it would have taken her a lot longer it'd be a, it would have been a lot more difficult to become famous and successful. Yeah. But she tapped into that Leo energy. So this is a an example of where kind of like of course there are different aspects of people. Of course there are all these yeah. different sides of us, but the midheaven is really um yeah, is really where it's at. It's very cool. Interesting. So with the rising, so do you feel like it's the um midhaven and rising that are two big personality kind of clashes? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they form a square. So in, uh, in okay. astrology, when you have a 90 degree a square, like yeah. it is tension and it's these two things that are fighting each other. So yes. like in my, um, I've got an astrology course called the star, which is on demand. And in that course, I talk about the different aspects. And for this one, I talk about it being like fighters, like boxing gloves on. And so, um, even though these are two aspects of yourself, they are intention. <laughs> and so, um, and they don't always complement each other. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how that might show up, you know, in your social media. Yeah. Interesting. Cause yeah. like we were saying before, uh, we were recording, like my midhaven is Leo, but my rising is Libra. Libra. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel more Libra. I want to be all Libra. -y. I want to just like, <laughs> yes. I just want to be a Libra. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah. love Libra energy. Yeah. I am. Yeah, a Libra. I love too. it. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out I had a Leo Midhaven, like obviously there's a part of me that resonates because I think there's always a part that knows. And yeah. when I reflect yeah. back on even like my most, not necessarily successful moments in business, but mm easeful success uh, like the kind of success that you attract it was yeah. absolutely when I was being more Leo than wow Leo. yeah I love and hearing that's this. why I was like oh I can actually really tell that this is true like maybe <laughs> even though I hate it like maybe yes I maybe just want to be true. Libra, but <laughs> yeah it's but so, I can it's really funny. feel that you know that there's that opposition of the two different energies but yeah I I can just looking at my history and my past, I know that when I'm more Libra and more being seen and more out there versus hiding behind, you know, in a nice yeah. comfort zone. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. That, that is that is when that more easeful success, not necessarily yeah. success, like we can obviously hustle and get it, but that more just magnetic success. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Big correlation. A correlation. That is, well, that's a testimonial right there for Midheaven. It, it really <laughs> oh. is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for me, I'm Pisces rising and I would love nothing more to just like share my spoken word poetry all day and, you know, like... <laughs> And, I just kinda, yeah. <laughs> and I do that once in a while, like, you know, I will bring in some of that side, but, um, but it's not like the dreamer in me, the imaginative side of me, um, is important, but mm. honestly, and also I have Jupiter in, in Pisces. And so that is definitely part okay. of the leadership energy still. But when I am more in that kind of like, let's, let's, go find out let's explore let's like um and and i'm more in that kind of teacher mode that fiery mode as opposed to watery mode that's when i attract more for sure yeah Yeah. wow isn't it so interesting yeah yeah and so you want to oh no i was just gonna say just uh, you know for anyone listening like you really want to lean in and tap into and build your confidence in that side of yourself, the midheaven mm-hmm. side of yourself, because it's already operating. It's already there. Um, chances are you just need to be more forward about it and really infuse that into your brand. Look at your brand. Does it look more, you know, Pisces or does it look more Sagittarius, whatever your two signs are? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's really important. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to ask was, do you feel like the Midhaven is always outside your comfort zone a bit? Does it always feel a bit of a stretch for most people? Have you found that? That's not, I don't necessarily think I would put it in those words. I would say that definitely that the rising sign is a comfort zone. Um, okay. It's it's something you're more familiar with and you're, you're more aware of. Okay. And I would say that the Midhaven is you're less aware of it. So it's not necessarily that it's not your comfort zone, it's that you're less aware of it and maybe therefore less like sure of yourself there mm-hmm. and sure of what to do. And so when we're when we're not sure of ourselves, that's when we tend to overthink things, right? And that's <laughs> okay. what we, <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we tend to overthink things and the doubt comes in and we're like, uh, you know, who I, I'm not good enough or whatever, whatever, or there's other people that do this better when it is a natural zone of genius for everyone. The Midheaven is a natural zone of genius, um, but sometimes we overthink it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Classic human. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I can also, I can, I can really resonate with that as well. Um, whereas, yeah, like the rising, not so much, definitely not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the rising, I love the rising sign. There's, um, if people go to my, the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok, um, there is a magazine article that I wrote a year and a half ago, I wanted, or maybe a couple years ago, that is about the rising sign versus the midheaven and how the mid, the rising sign like reveals our motivation. Um, and so we are very connected personally, deeply to the rising sign. And um, it's what kind of gets us out out there like outside of our comfort zone out out there in life so libra rising i would say they're very motivated by relationships and mm-hmm. you know and, and also a sense of justice so like if so the thing that's going to like propel you at different kind of crucial moments in life is either going to be relationship related 
or it's like I need to create harmony or I need to find a partner I need to da 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 you know whatever with relationships or it's going to be I need to right this wrong I need to bring more fairness and justice here yeah yeah I can also raise that <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice and yeah for me Pisces rising the motivation is um all about um touching something that goes beyond um our everyday so Pisces rising is like they're very they're very interested in the spiritual world they yeah. want to know what it's what it's all about what does life mean you know and so it's very kind of big picture uh big picture and very spiritual motivation mm -hmm. So they're looking for meaning. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love this. Yeah. So is there also, I feel like I've seen you talk about this, of the elements of each one as well, as that's also mm, helpful yeah. to, to understand. So like whether it's a fire or an earth. Yes. Or air. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, I love this. I do a whole module on this in my Midheaven Magnetism program. This is powerful stuff because sometimes we can get lost in the nuances of the signs but if we just simplify it and look at the elements you're going to see um a type of leader that you are so i have four types i have the stabilizer which is earth energy midheaven um so you would be a stabilizer um which is like what it sounds like someone who wants to keep things um stable and practical and uh and and likes to go slow and steady and yeah. Yeah, all those kind of things. Um, and then you have the uh, air midheaven, which would be um, the innovator. So the innovator air midheavens are people who want to make change. And it's all about change, change, change. And then the water sign midheavens are the connectors. So it's all about heart, emotional connection to people. Yeah. Um, and then the fire midheavens, I call, why am I blanking on it suddenly? Stable. This is your one. <laughs> Yes, I know. Oh, the activators, <laughs> of course, the activators. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm back. And I actually, that's right. I remember seeing this and lots of my sessions are called like soul activations and so yes. and I'm like, oh. There you go. I mean, when I, yeah, I, I've been, um, I like, uh, what's the word? When I, I was in, um, oh, why is my brain like forgetting words all of a sudden? Um, Glastonbury, thank you. I was in Glastonbury and I was um, like initiated as a priestess there. And like, I was like, what kind of a priestess am I? And like activation, awakening, you know, it's all about wow. that. And it's a natural thing that people who have this fire energy in their mind have do is that we are just here to wake people up. We're here to like get them going. And yeah. so, you know, if you think about it as a leadership style, as an activator, it makes a lot of sense that like your programs, your courses, your coaching, whatever service or product you're offering is going to be about like, like giving people motivation, like getting people off the ground, getting them into action, Yeah, which is very different from the earth. Yeah. Sign midheavens, which is more about stabilization, grounding, bringing people more calmness. We do yeah. the opposite things. And so if you're looking to work with, you know, a coach, you want to know what, what am I going to get? Right. Like yeah. <laughs> you kind of need to know, like, am I looking for an activator coach or am I looking for a stabilizer coach? Am I looking for calmness or am I looking for motivation? Like, because it's going to be a very di like different experience, you know, working with people who have these different emphasis that it's just coming through naturally. Oh my God. I love this. And also if, you know, you're looking, because I know a lot of people kind of in this space that listen to this podcast are also 
trying to work out what they want to do and just mm. knowing the element of your midhaven can really yeah. help support that in like whether you are meant to be an activator or you are meant to do something yeah. that's got more of the earth energy or the water energy or the air energy so yeah. that's actually so helpful I think for even if you're not entirely sure what you're doing with your skills yet and you're kind of looking to understand that definitely and again it's more about like uh you know really turning up your magnetism because people are already wanting this from you like when people come to me they want to make they want to get into action i'm not here to necessarily help people like heal wounds from the past i'm definitely here that there are people who are very good at that i am here and you will do healing in my in my you know uh, containers. But what I do is I get them like into action. And so when people come to me, they're like, okay, I'm ready to go big. Okay. I'm ready to, you know, launch this thing. Okay. I'm ready to leave my job. I'm ready to call in my soulmate. Like it's always some kind of big moment of like action. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah well, it what do you sense. reckon is more of the healing then? Would that be the water? The water yeah. yeah it would be more water and earth water and earth are more of the um you might say like the yin energies which is more about yeah calm harmony stabilization looking back in the past and things like that yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh I love that oh my god it's so good I just feel like there's so much in I know chart. yeah just so much clarity. I know and we're only really talking about like one placement there's so yeah. much, there's so much more you know I mean of course in in business there are other aspects as well so you know, your moon sign and how you emotionally regulate yourself working in business is important. Your Mars sign and uh, which is more about kind of like how you structure your day and take action, you know, mm -hmm. your Venus sign, your relationship with money. Of course, there's other planets and other aspects and we haven't even touched on human design. Yeah. Um, <laughs> human design, <laughs> I mean, is like a whole other thing, you know. And so there's, you are a complex being is what I'm saying is that everyone has a beautiful uh, complexity. We all have inner tension. We all have opposite sides of ourselves that are working together. Um, and I always say that your uniqueness is your superpower. And so you want to understand, you know, I am very good at simplifying things. I'm a two five. So in human design, so I'm good at like taking complicated things and simplifying them. But then remember that you are complicated. Like there are so true. Yeah, beautiful nuances to you. And it's all a part of your brand. But the leader, the point of the spear in your brand is your midheaven. Oof, I love this. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's one thing I think all the time as well. And I'm sure many can relate is there's so many different energies in my chart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they don't necessarily fit together. Like, how <laughs> does that work? You know, like I've got a lot of yeah. Libra, but I've got I've got six planets in Capricorn. Oh wow, yeah. Half Capricorn basically. So right. like, <laughs> you know, and then I've got the Leo, and it's like how how, but like you're so right. It's you know, we're not meant to be simple beings. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're not meant to be just one thing. And yeah. I think that you know it's nice because uh more and more, I think with the way that marketing and social media are developing and evolving in our culture, like authenticity is king or queen, shall we say. Authenticity yeah. is queen. Mm -hmm. We we want to to know you as the real you. And mm -hmm. branding is very important and being yourself is very important. So it's you're never just showing one side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I mean in terms of still kind of being magnetic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
is there another planet that holds a lot of yes answers there yes, yes jupiter <laughs> yeah yeah so jupiter i think jupiter is one of those kind of like overlooked planets um i once heard an astrologer say that you know jupiter is the planet that has the least amount of books written about it and i think that oh, is interesting travesty it is a travesty i don't understand people think that jupiter again it's like the midheaven is so overlooked i don't understand how these is it is there a conspiracy here i don't know but the two points, <laughs> the two points that are connected to fame and abundance are the ones that no one talks about and i'm like what so uh, i'm on a mission clearly to <laughs> bring this to everyone yeah okay this is and important i mean <laughs> i think in astrology jupiter is definitely overlooked in human design and the gene keys jupiter is prioritized and i think that's really cool so in human time in the, yeah and the gene keys it's like the sun is really primary and then jupiter is the next most kind of important planet and mm. yeah so jupiter is um shows us like another aspect of our leadership energy and magnetism um, especially when it comes to like being seen and especially when it comes to us kind of being an expert and like being a, a teacher because Jupiter is a natural, has natural like teaching energy. It's like the classical ruler of Sagittarius and Pisces. And so it is very kind of like, yes, I have wisdom that I want to share. You know, that's very Jupiterian yeah. thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Jupiter is often called the planet of luck, the planet of wealth, the planet of abundance, considered very lucky. Lucky is one of my words of 2024. So, you know, really connecting to the Jupiter energy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. People should look at their Jupiter and where it, it, like what house it's in and what sign it's in in their chart. And especially in your human design, pay attention to which gate it's in and what line it's in. This is going to tell you a lot about how you're going to attract your people, especially the unconscious Jupiter. So question, what if they're very opposites, your Midhaven and your Jupiter? Because I think Jupiter. my Jupiter's Cancer. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Cancer and the, oh, Cancer and Leo are not opposites. Oh, no. Well, they feel it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cancer and Leo, I mean, Cancer and Leo are like, um, you get you got like, the heart, I guess. There's that. They're kind of like twin flames. Like they Aww. like might fight a lot, but they also love heart. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> they're great. That's a great combo. Yeah, very fiery. Um, I mean, because like you know, we've got water and uh and and fire, and yeah. water and fire together are quite dynamic. Like it can yeah. be great and it can also be challenging, but um, they're right next to each other. Whenever you have signs that are next to each other on the zodiacal wheel, then they actually have a lot in common. And so okay. the thing I would say that, that Cancer and Leo have in common is um, a, a love of the inner circle. They're both fiercely loyal to their people. And they have this aspect of like home and like friendship that they really prioritize. So that's a really cool like vibe, the two of those. Yeah. So if they're, um, so your Jupiter, you said was in Cancer, is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, that's a nice combo because it's kind of like you're going to, you're probably very gifted in making people feel like they belong and also energizing them, motivating them and making them feel like anything is possible, but we're going to do it in a playful way. 
Oh, well, I like that. Yeah, that's good, <laughs> right? I don't get a refund on my Leo quite yet. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> good vibes. I like, I love this. I, I've worked with a lot of people with Leo Midheaven, actually, and um, it's very fun. But I think that the challenge with Leo Midheaven is that our society does not, like, I think our society um what am i trying to say our society kind of like promotes capricorn midheaven qualities but not mm -hmm. yo because like capricorn is like oh you know work hard diligent yeah, you know dot all the i's cross all the t's um but then leo is like the i's and the t's don't matter like what matters <laughs> is your heart like, <laughs> like how do you feel like are you yeah. having a good time like you know are you being courageous like it's it's <laughs> so it yeah i think that leo is incredible energy and it's kind of i think it's going to come more into play now that we're in the age of aquarius and pluto's in aquarius because this is the opposite um opposite sign at, and therefore a partner sign of aquarius um yeah and it's just it's fun it's fun to be around people who have powerful leo energy you feel unstoppable like you really can do anything oh i like that um what's your jupiter pisces pisces oh. yeah so my oh, jupiter you've got a lot of pisces going oh, on yeah i know well, just my just my rising and, and Jupiter, but yes, I have it's so, yeah, they're two big ones, right? Yes, so. two big ones. Yes, two big ones. So um yeah, my Jupiter and Pisces, I think, is really interesting. It's it's very much this um spiritual path, like whatever job you do, you need to feel spiritually connected to it. As a leader, you need to feel spiritually connected to your people. There's kind of like a higher purpose aspect of it and like a higher kind of values side of it too. Often people with strong Pisces have very strong imaginations. Like I'm I'm writing a fantasy book. And so I'm indulging that side of me. Oh, yes, oh in like God. side projects and things. And yeah, we're very like imaginative kind of like visual people. So yeah, I really enjoy this aspect of myself too. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that um is there any any other signs to take note of that could affect your midhaven or have an influence in your midhaven um let's see so we talked about elements we talked about the signs um because your midhaven's always in the same house right am i right yeah it's always the cusp right between the ninth and the tenth house okay so mm -hmm. everyone's will be in that house everyone will be there yeah if you're using the placidus house system which is what i recommend so yeah every everyone will be at that cusp um but then what with the jupiter and the house how does that then influence yeah yeah so i mean i am an identity coach and my jupiter is in the house of identity um oh, wow. and, okay, yeah so. and relationship with self and so you know your cancer is going to be in the is it in the 11th house or the 10th your your jupiter so if your jupiter is in the 10th house then um your like career and helping people with their career will be an aspect of your leadership if it's in the 11th wow. house then um community and creating community and connecting people like via a network will be a crucial part of your um a crucial part of your leadership i think it's 10 from memory okay so you work with you work 10. with like entrepreneurs mostly yeah or people yeah. that want to so that's well, yeah that makes a lot of yeah. sense 
And so, um, and, and I mean, I would recommend as like a business strategy for you, making sure that you have like some kind of membership or community as well, because that's very cancer. Cancer leadership energy is also very community oriented, but, um, yeah, so I would think about that. And North node, my Aquarius North node. Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aquarius North node, um, innovative, you know, you're here to be innovative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And is Aquarius community as well? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it can be. Aquarius is weird. Aquarius is the weirdest (laughs) sign. um, And we love it. And it has, it has several paradoxes, I call it the Aquarian paradox. And so one of the paradoxes is that it is simultaneously about being of service to the community. And it's Mm -hmm. about holding up the uniqueness of the individual. Oh, wow. God, yeah, real paradox. It's both. Yeah, it's kind of it's very odd. Mm hmm. Yeah, I love how you talk about these things because you just give such a different, great perspective and I'm here yeah. for it. Like, oh, thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I could like talk all day about this stuff. I think I think astrology is just another language. You know, it, the cosmic is just another language that we use to understand, you know, the human experience and that we use to understand history and we use to understand culture. And I, it's so great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, and you're clearly very, very great at it. Oh, <laughs> you get it right. I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but you've done it. Um, so here oh, and you do you. human design as well, don't you? Yes, yes. Human design is amazing. I, For people who are new to human design, the way I see it is astrology is really good at identifying like our gifts and our strengths and our personality and the different parts of our lives that are going to kind of play a big role in our story. Um, mm-hmm. And then human design is really good for like the strategy of, okay, what do we do with it? And how, how do we do this? Like implementing um, it. Implementation. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so I, if you're new to human design, you know, I've got lots of content on this. I'm adding more to my podcast about this. It is just, it's incredible. And I recommend that you start with your type um, which will show you what your strategy is. There are five types in human design. We're both manifesting generators. <laughs> yes. Big energy. Um, and then I recommend looking at your profile lines when it comes to branding. Profile lines. Yeah, major. Mm-hmm. That's like the one, three or the two, five, yes. right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm a two, five, you're one, three. Yeah. These two numbers like hold the keys. Like there's so much in these two numbers, two numbers um, that are related to how you kind of, how you like perceive and walk through life um, mm. and therefore how you can be of service to other people. So it's very, in, they're great in terms of informing what kind of offers you have and how you work with people. You know, there are some people out there that, you know, everyone told them to do one-to-one and they hate it and they would rather do group. And usually you can see that in the profile, in the profile lines, which is really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's a, it's a really interesting one. And a lot of times people are fighting their profile lines. Like they're, they think that, (laughs) they think that like the profile lines um, are like their weaknesses. I don't know why it's like, we all get this kind of conditioning. We get this conditioning that like the way we are is not correct and we have to change it. And human design and astrology are wonderful ways of getting back to who we really are and say like, no, 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 this is good. Like how you were born is beautiful and it's good. 
Mm. But that's what I said to you about like, the Midhaven, which was so lovely hearing it is because there's a part of you that knows, but that's maybe not been expressing that part of you because, yes. you know, for whatever reason, that's what yes. I think yes. is so beautiful about it is it's like a permission slip to own mm -hmm. a part of you that you kind of knew, but you like needed that permission. Yes, because often like when we're younger, you know, we may be raised by parents who have very different designs to us very different astrology. And so we see them as role models and we think, oh, well, that's how you do it. Okay. So that's how I'm supposed to do things. And, and we unconsciously take on a lot of, you know, rules about how we think we're supposed to be or act or prioritize in life. And so the cosmic systems can just help us kind of remove some of those layers and just get back to our authentic selves. And, it makes it more clear. A lot of times when I do sessions with people or I'm working with my one-to-one -one clients, it's like, it's like, they're like, I knew it. You know, some part mm -hmm. of me, it's like a, it's more of a validation. You yes. Know, I knew this, but I thought it was wrong. I thought I was yeah. doing it wrong. So true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> and that's how I felt about the Midhaven. Like I've said to you, like I said mm -hmm. to you earlier, um, and, and so many other parts of my chart, I think that's, what's so beautiful is that's val It's validation, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's validation and just being like, yeah, like just, you know, do you, um, and it's easy to say that without having the clear direction because, mm. uh, it's, it's it, easier said than done is what I mean. It's when people are like, just be yourself. And it's like, but which, yes. which I don't know self? Like which which self would that be? Yeah. <laughs> which this aspect? Yeah, which aspect of this? Oh my gosh! And if anyone, especially being a woman. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, don't get me four, started. Four yeah. different sides just within yes. that. Yes, I think. I mean, I mean, there's a whole level of conditioning that that you know uh, men have as well. But I think especially being a woman or non-binary, like. Uh, anything other than like kind of like a, a, a the the binary like examples yeah. of like gender it is so we're conditioned there's so much conditioning yeah. on like how we're supposed to be and it's just it's hard and I this is why I love people and I love I think astrologers in general love people because why we study them so much <laughs> like we're like you know because we want to understand yeah we want to understand ourselves and then we want to understand others and then we want to be in relationship with others in a positive way, whether that's our clients or our loved ones or our kids, you know, and uh, just the more that we know, I think the more clear we can be about embracing ourselves and other people and the differences between us. Oh, my God. I love this. Thank you so much. I feel like just even those two, like Jupiter and Midhaven. Mm -hmm. can give either if you're entrepreneur like so much direction in yes. how to maybe express that or even like I said before if you're not sure what you want to do there's so much direction yes in just these two planets I yes. love it I'm obsessed yes. thank you so much oh you're so <laughs> welcome thank you for inviting you. me it's been so much fun having this conversation yeah. oh I love it um so how can if people want more of Midhaven yes. or just more of anything from you Cosmic you've got stuff. so much so we haven't even touched upon human design but you're just so full of knowledge I'm here for it so oh, how it. how can people work with you what do you have available basically yes so um I have my course Midheaven Magnetism which you can it's five video modules um there's a bonus one about your human design type which is really great and then workbooks and things like that to support you in 
unleashing that fame point, that side of you that is ready to be seen and to be visible. So I would check that out. The link is in my bio, or you can go to cosmicqueenhq.com and find it. Um, and then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> pop it all in the show notes. I'll do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of it. If you want um, a reading, you know, I have a reader on my team named Nicola. She's incredible. And she does astrology and human design reading. She's been through my programs and she is just so talented. Like she's really amazing at wow. synthesizing all this together. Um, and of course I take people on one-to-one and I also have the crystal mastermind beginning March 12th uh, for entrepreneurs who want to really get their business going and utilize the cosmic in their business. Wow. So, oh yeah. my God, I love this. Mm-hmm. thank you I'll put everything that you just said in the show notes and you also have a freebie right I yes like yes I almost early. forgot yeah the freebie so there's the free ebook as well so um, it's called the cosmic leadership archetypes ebook so it's free and it has a page well it has a little bit about how to use it and then it has um, a page each on the 12 archetypes so you can use that as like a little cheat sheet for yourself a way to inspire you in your your work and in your brand love this and that'll go into deeper what you've said in this episode yeah. as well isn't it? so perfect yeah. oh my goodness thank you so much thank yeah, you thank my you. pleasure <laughs> um is there anything else that you wanted to share or do you feel like you no no I mean I just um if you are new to the world of the cosmic don't be scared it's amazing if your toes <laughs> in the water's fine it's a it's a great place I, I know that sometimes when people you know read about you know astrology online it can seem kind of limiting or you know there's a lot of like jokes and kind of making fun of the different signs but there is another side to astrology there's a side of it that is very compassionate loving and it's about celebrating you about celebrating yourself and so just remember that yeah and empowering empowering very empowering yeah I always say I practice empowering astrology Mm -hmm. oh my god I love that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes ah thank you so much honestly thank you thank you thank you yay it's so nice to be here (laughs) 